Welcome back to Kicking It Back. Today is Tuesday, February 1st. Preston, we're already in February. That's crazy, bro. Graduation's creeping up, dude. Counting down the days, man. Counting down the days. I got a, I got a long couple weeks ahead of me of schoolwork. I'm ready. I'm Just give me to the real world. Yeah, ain't that the truth, man? A lot of schoolwork. That's, that's what we say, but, you know, and then it, the real world's going to come, and we're going to be like, oh, this Car is insurance. the real world, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Life, life exactly. insurance? Yeah, paying bills? What is this? <laughs> that's classic. All right, bro, well, we got a great interview today. We're excited for this one. This was one of our, well, you know, I know we say this every week, but honestly, we just have fun sitting down with anybody. So, like, it was mm-hmm. one of our favorite conversations. Uh, yeah, so tell, tell the people a little bit about, you know, who we got coming on. Yes, we got Steve Walbolt coming on. Um, he's he's just a great dude, so motivational, and like he's really a guy you just want on your team. Yeah, without a doubt. And he, you know, he wants to help the youth too. You know, he sees our younger minds. You know, he kind of wanted to spark some conversation. He was heckling us a little bit, like, "What am I coming on? What am I coming on?" So you know what we did? We said, "Come on, come on, Steve. We're we're going, baby. We're going." So let's do so it. So yeah, yeah. So we're excited for this episode. All right, let's do it. Welcome on, Steve. All right, welcoming on to the show today. You know, we have a character, that's for sure. We got Steve Wobble. <laughs> Glad we got the you name right. right. Yeah, I was going to say, how was right. that? How was yeah. that? <laughs> we were on the one, the, the podcast we came on. They actually, they asked me how my name was. He wrote it down. He was like, it's Malio, right? Wrote it down, had it all. Pronounced it a couple times. Yeah, yes, yeah, so Malio, Malio. All right, we're good. Jarrett Maleo. <laughs> we just started laughing. We were all like, all right. Well, that's good. How you doing? How good, you doing? man. Good. I'm glad Thanks you are. having me. Yeah, I'm glad to have you here. You know, tell us a little bit about yourself. Who are you? What do you do? You know, for the viewers that maybe oh, don't geez. know you. Uh, my name's Steve Walbolt. I'm from here, from Brunswick. Um, entrepreneur at heart. You know, I didn't go to college. Came right out of high school. Barely made it out of high school. Uh, didn't have good enough grades for college. And uh, worked in corporate America. Just kind of worked up the corporate ladder. And quite frankly, got sick and tired of working for guys that I thought I was better with. That mm-hmm. didn't take care of people. They just were worried about the dollar. So I started talking to a cousin of mine. Um, we have a company called MDG Flooring America in Medina. And at the time it was failing. And not, there's not one person you can point that to. Basically, mm-hmm. my uncle got a, that founded it got a bad car accident, got brain damage. Well, my cousin knew the flooring industry inside and out, but didn't know business stuff. So that's all I actually learned in corporate America. So I'm like, screw it, I'm gonna take this leap jump in. I'm like, why don't we partner up? I'm going to get out of here. Um, I put my notice in <laughs> and I left that day and went and bought a Corvette and then I bought a failing company. Everyone's worried about me. Right. Yeah. And they're like, what's going on with this guy? What in the world? <laughs> and I had so many critics, yeah. like so many critics, like you're going to fail. This is not a good thing. You know, whatever. Um, it made life better and turned into so many different entrepreneur routes that I have multiple companies today. So, so what made you go buy that Corvette? I don't know. <laughs> I think it was honestly, it was like that, uh, that reward to me that I took that leap of faith and it was almost that, that toy or that prize, I guess, trophy that shit, I got to make this work now. Yeah. I got to pay for a car. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I was just thinking that it was kind of like something, a little fire to light under you to like, all right, well now I have this, so I can't let this, you know what I mean? I it's, couldn't let it fail. Yeah, exactly. hundred yeah. percent. Interesting. I've yeah. never heard that. It has to be the first time I listen to a lot of like entrepreneurial podcasts. That has to be the first time I've ever heard something like that. You just went out and bought a Corvette right before Dude, you took on one of the biggest challenges of your life. Literally the biggest challenge of my life. Yeah. That Actually, um, I learned a lot about myself that first year and a lot about my circle because I, you know, people I thought buddies, my whole 
life changed literally overnight, not just work-wise, like didn't even know where my next paycheck's coming from, right? but also the people I thought I could depend on. There's some family I cut out of my life. I believe it. Big time, because, you know, they're all in your ear, and I'm like, finally, you guys know Greg Clement, yeah. right? I remember talking to him through the whole thing, and he's like, why are you listening to people that have never been there? Right. And I'm like, man, that, that light bulb, bulb went off. Yeah. Huh. Wow. That's good. I mm-hmm. mean, you always hear that. So uh, I'm just going to ask, you know, we have, a, I would say our audience is a college-based audience. Cool. We're college kids, younger people, maybe wanting to one day be entrepreneurs. Maybe sure. they are entrepreneurs. Uh, my question to you is cutting out the people. Obviously not hard. You know, it's tough to tell. I'm not going to say, I'm just going to use mom for an example. Maybe mom doesn't see eye to eye. You're not getting along. She's kind of holding you back yeah. to feel. Maybe you're not fully cutting out mom. You know, she's your mom. But my question is, what's what's the biggest tip you could give to someone that's looking to do that? Is there a certain evaluation they should be looking at? Is there just how they personally feel towards it? You know? So I, I look at it as you can kind of categorize each person, right? And yeah. it can be your mom. It can be your dad. Because I can tell you this. And I'll talk about it because my dad will never watch this. I love my dad to death. He's an awesome mentor of mine. I look up to him. But when it comes to business, we don't really have the same like vision on it. You know, he he doesn't he doesn't like risk. He rather just work the job, go to work. You put in your retirement, retire. And um, so you got like three categories. You got limited association. So that's my father. Mm-hmm. All right, I can go talk to him about sports. You know, family stuff, whatever. I refuse to talk to him about money and business. Okay. I don't do it. Yeah. There's increased association. It's guys that are going to help or guys or gals that are help going to level you up, right? So talking to a – well, I'll use Greg again. Use a guy like Greg. I want to increase my association with him because I'm surrounding myself with abundance mindset, people that will never criticize me and stuff like that, and then completely disassociation, all right? Those are the people that are so negative, no matter what you do, they're going to dog you, they're going to talk behind your back, all that. Get them out of your life. That was the hardest one for me. I believe it. Yeah. Um, and then once you start like believing in yourself and see the vision and what you're trying to build, it, get, it does get easier. Uh, you don't have to be heartless about it, but right. you know, if they're that, that upset with what you're doing, your worlds probably don't align to begin with. Interesting. That, that was really, really that makes total sense. Yeah, no, it was great, but I've never heard like the three categories. Like that's gonna make me like there's some episodes, I'm gonna be honest, yeah. I'm gonna be quite frank. I don't go back and listen to all these episodes. Yeah. I have to cut them, I edit them, you know, he does the same. We live them. It's like sure. how many times can you listen to the same conversation? That sure. one I'll go back and I'll be sitting with a notebook and I'll try to be listing people. You know, I don't sure. know if you recommend for people to actually sit down and write it out. That's how I saw it in my head was write it in a notebook and see if there's people I can really put in those kind of categories. Well, dude, so that was interesting. Get, especially getting to know you and starting to get to know you and with Cam, you, I've never met a group of, a, a, a core group of guys like yourselves that are very motivated, very, um, I don't know, positive. And from what I see outside looking in, you guys literally just want to see everybody win. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And I tell <laughs> Howie that all the time because Howie, Howie was on this, right? Howie yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, that's another guy that always thinks he's failing. And I'm like, dude, you took the biggest leap that no one yeah. will ever take. Yeah. Like if you guys can commit to keep staying together like that, your future is it's it's crazy to me. It's so cool. That's cool to hear. That. Yeah, no, I really yeah. We both appreciate well, that. It's it's the same thing. I kind of feel the same way as Howie for like this podcast for say. We'll we'll have one do really well. Mm-hmm. Next one, we'll get like no views. Nah. When I say no views, it's just compared probably, to the you other. Probably won't yeah. get any views on this one. Sorry, <laughs> I, I don't know. We'll I see. We'll have to clickbait it. <laughs> season, um, season three, season three. It's yeah. gonna be skyrocketed. But it's like, how do you stay motivated when you think things aren't going your way? 
I have to fight that battle every day. Yeah. I literally have to fight that battle every day. I think part of it's paranoia. Yeah. You know, as an entrepreneur, I'm I'm paranoid all the time. Like, you ever see that graph where it's like you're on your high, then you feel you're failing? Oh, yeah. yeah. Literally, that's me like every day. And I'm always thinking of the next step or, or the next innovative thing or what can we do for our team? Or did I let down my team? Um, you know, that's one thing. I've learned to understand it's not just about growing sales. Business is war, and I truly feel that way. Yeah. Um, but to stay motivated, it's the people I'm surrounded with helping me talk myself off the ledge, learning how to talk to myself right. to talk myself off the ledge. Um, really, uh, it, it's always just taking in a lot of positive things, and journaling is something I'm starting to do a little more of. When I say journal, I'm not like doing a diary or nothing no. shit like that. But like even just note thing, I doodle a lot. Right. And it helps big time. Interesting. Yeah. How did you discover that? Just out of like you were mastermind just... I was at, guy okay. was doing it that I looked up to and I'm like, shit, I should probably do be doing the same thing. Interesting. And uh that's literally it was that simple. I was like, Okay, if this guy's doing it every day to get out of his own head, well, I should be doing it too. Right. Yeah. Basically. Yeah, that that's something that I wanted to touch on. Um, since I kind of have gotten to know you a little bit more, you're big on, from what I can tell, is networking. Big time. And also looking up to people. Like, mm-hmm. what do you recommend for someone listening right now? Where do you start with that? Do you just find a mentor? Or Dude, you... it's exactly what you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> you are the first person I've seen in a long time that has come in, especially working with Christina. Like, I went in, and when I want to get around people... I put myself out there. I'm not scared to. I'll talk, go talk to anybody. Right. I'll, I'll go up to the fucking stage and right. be like, "Hey, I want to. Can we connect for a minute?" <laughs> yeah. And then it turns into other cool things, right? Um, but I'm always trying to bring value too. Even though there's something maybe I can't offer them right away, but like if I can do something for that person that helps them, maybe not bring money to me right away, right. but it brings value, and then I get this person's connection and I get them consistent conversation stuff like that think about what you're doing right now you, you might be making a couple bucks and doing the the real estate stuff but dude that's just the tip of it yeah. you're learning so much right now not just about real estate but about life about entrepreneurship yeah with Christina that you're gonna be able to take that and, and and scale it right and the cool part is is down the road as you scale there's gonna be a time where it comes around like you know you might have a deal that hey Christine, I want to partner with you on it or whoever, you guys, whatever. I right. jump in on the deal, whatever. Right. And that's how it's turned out with uh, Cam's dad. Yeah. I met, I asked somebody to introduce me to, to Jim, I don't know, five years ago. And I went up to him. We were at Copper Top. I think it was for uh, the H2O Foundation, the, the Christmas wrapping. Okay. And told a buddy of mine, I'm like, hey, well, you know him. Will you introduce me? I really want to get to know him. And did. And I just said, hey, do you mind? Can I, can I buy you breakfast one morning and just chat? And went to Bob Evans, chatted for like an hour and a half, and I just stayed in contact with him. And I basically asked him, hey, how can we help you on the flooring side? I started right. there. Then it turned into us just kind of connecting over the years and him learning about the real estate thing. And he, you know, he, him and Eric approached me like, hey, we'd like to partner with you. I'm like, you want to partner with me? Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't give a fuck what we got to do. I'll partner <laughs> right. with these two guys. <laughs> right. I've looked up to them for, and they want to partner with me. Like, that was probably one of the best feelings I've ever had in the world. Like, I, I was so honored, and it just, we're just getting started. Yeah. And, that, you know, look at that. It's a five year span. Right. It's, you never know what's going to come out of it. Absolutely. Interesting. Um, you know, I got guys I've got to network with cross country that 
you know, we do some deals together and stuff like that. Yeah. So, Interesting. It's just putting yourself out there and finding a way to, you know, not necessarily pick somebody's brain, but how can you bring value to them? Even if you can't, try to figure it out because I guarantee there's a way. Interesting. And that's oh. kind of how I just have been, um, you know, been brought up is like if you go talk to somebody, see not always what you can take, but keep give, give, give. The more you give, I'm a firm believer, the more you give, the more you're going to get. Yeah. Whether it's indirectly or directly. Interesting. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah. I, I got to ask because you said something about, you know, the people that are critiquing what you're doing, all that kind yeah. of stuff. You know, you cut them out, maybe you limit them, you know. Mm -hmm. My question to you is, is there good critiques? Like, I feel like pressing for myself is a good critique. I feel like if my, I'm not on my shit, he kind of knows where my mindset is. If I'm not on my shit, he's well, going to tell me. give me an example. Me. What's a good critique? I don't know. I'm just going to throw it out here, all right? Maybe, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to think of, like, life. Maybe I'm doing something. Maybe I'm not with the podcast. Say if he wants to have an interview and I'm like, oh, I really got something going on. Like, I, uh -huh. I really can't do that. And he's like, dude, quit being a dumbass. We set up. This is what we're doing. I feel like that's a good critique. I that's feel like a he's, great. he's keeping me on my, you know, but Absolutely. there's also times maybe where, you know, my girlfriend's in town. She lives out of town. She's in town. I got to kind of make her a priority when she's here, sure. which obviously I, I want to do that. And like he, You should respect that. I mean, and, I and, and he does. He fully does. Yeah. But my thing is like, maybe there's a point where like she's home for a couple weeks and like today we wanted to get some interviews done. He was kind of like, hey, let's go. Let's go. We still have open slots no to fill. Yeah. It. Like that's, but I think that's good critique personally. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. I'm talking about the negativity, like. It, you know, here's the thing. I, I, oh, you're going to fail. I've heard that. I've heard that many times. And that's actually gives me more fire to be like, fuck you. Right. Watch. Now I'm going to win even oh, yeah. more. Yeah. And it's not always, like to me, business isn't about money. Yeah. Money's a byproduct of it. It's not about money. It's about winning. Mm -hmm. I want to be the best at everything I do. And I want to be surrounded by the best team that I absolutely can. And there's no person out there. I might appreciate you two. But I'm gonna out hustle both of you, guarantee it. I don't care. And we're gonna try to out hustle you though. That's let's I'll go because that's kind of how I'll it try. is. We will. <laughs> there it is. See, I will die before I let that happen. <laughs> better, <laughs> better watch out. That's like the Will Smith. Have you ever heard the Will Smith about the treadmill? He's like, you know, the difference between me and some people is like we can go on a treadmill together, but I'd rather die on the treadmill than have you beat me on the treadmill. I'm, that's what he says. I would rather you really, die on that treadmill. It's one of the speeches. Yeah, me. it's good. I'm I'm into all kinds of like SoundCloud. I think okay. it's the most underrated app of all time. I use it for motivational huh. speaking. I actually sent him something the other day, or not the other day, it was a couple months ago about Thomas Edison. Sent him a little clip. I'm like, dude, you got to check this out. You know, just stuff. I'm, I love that kind of stuff. It, that I, yeah. That's what I found kind of fires me up a little bit. Sure. I'll be, I can listen to it in a workout and it, you know, yeah. pushes me just a little bit harder. You know, so I just, I thought, thought of that when you said that, because he's literally like, I would rather die on the treadmill than let you beat yeah. me on, in a race on it. Like, that's, I'm not going to let anybody beat me. Yeah, that's. They might have won a battle, but they're not winning a war. Yeah, I that, can promise you that. That's that Tim sure. Grover. Have you heard Tim Grover? You I've heard it, but I don't know much about okay, it. Okay, yeah. there's a book, Winning. I listen to the okay. audiobook, not much of a reader. That's literally what you just said. That really? fire that he worked with Michael Jordan, helped train him. You should check it out. You'd really get it. I into just it. started actually. I, I went from doing Audible for many years. Now I committed to doing paperback books. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's nothing crazy. It's 10 pages a morning. Yep. And, you know, my life has changed, you know, since, you know, I met Christina and we have a family and all that. It's like trying to find time for, time. for me. Yeah. So I wake up in the morning and uh, bring bring our little dog down and have a cup of coffee. And I, I sit little. there and read so my you book. You ain't fucking kidding. That thing is tiny. It's a pound. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Don't get me started on it this dog. It is like this big, man. It runs around the office. And uh, <laughs> we got two of them now. <laughs> two uh, pounds. You got a dog. Yeah, well, one's, one's like four pounds or something. I don't know. There's people get... out there that have eaten bigger steaks than that dog. <laughs> I'm one of them, man. I'm one of them. 
Why do you think I got to get on a treadmill so much? That's great. That's awesome. So I got to ask about the, uh, you made a comment about like waking up in the morning. Is that, are you uh, one of those 4 a.m. hustlers? Are you, uh, I want to sleep until nine and I'll, you know, I want to grind late bird. So, uh, uh, shit, 10 years ago, I'd be up till like one, two, three in the morning, you know, drinking whatever. And then you're, I'll sleep in whatever. And just work was whatever. Now I wake up with a purpose. Right. And. I'm not 4 a.m. There's some mornings I do if I can't sleep, but my alarm set up between 5.30 and 6. And between 5.30 and 7 or 6 and 7, that's my time. Because usually everyone else in the house is, is sleeping. Um, and that's just, just my time to where I get to kind of like just, you know, thought audit myself. Yeah. Kind of prep for the day, get my myself mentally prepared, read my 10 pages. And, you know, there's some people out there read a freaking book in a day. Hey, more power to you. I'm not competing against you on that. I'm competing against myself to get better. I went from Audible to paper. Right. One, to kind of keep away from the technology. It's always in our face all day long. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't even have my phone in in the morning. I don't care. That, That can wait. So just sitting there, a cup of coffee and a book and, and, and learning. Yeah. That's basically my morning, even on the weekends, dude, if, if we go out, it's like your, your, your body understands you're still up. I might be dead tired, but I'm still up. I'm doing it. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. Good mm-hmm. to hear. There's a lot of people that are like, oh, you need to wake up early. I know a lot of people I that agree. are very successful at night, though, too. You know what I mean? Past 12 o'clock when all other people Dude. are getting their four or five hours of sleep, that's when they do their best work. I don't care how you do it. Just get right. it done. Right. Mm-hmm. Everybody's different. My comparing to somebody else that's waking up at 4 a.m. might be way different. You're comparing apples to oranges. Right. And what what's the difference if you wake up at 4 but go to bed at seven at night or if you wake yeah, up I'm at gonna, six and go to bed at night like is there a difference if you're getting shit done you're getting yeah. shit done as long as you're getting it done yeah. and you're productive and you have an actual plan that's yeah. half the battle like because i'm i'm usually in bed by 8 30 9 30 usually right the week i i do have to ask because this is something that sits with me all the time what is your thought on time and people's excuse of not having enough time i fucking hate that excuse so much everyone says i'm too busy are you though, or is I used to the... use it? We, you guys probably have used it. Oh yeah, past, I, right? yeah. I feel like time is such an excuse for people that's like I'm too busy that day. Well, it's a lame ass excuse. Are you that busy, or? But think about it. How how the world is brought up, how the world is 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 created is to use excuses like that. I didn't have time. I didn't have time. I didn't have time. It's not just in business. It's in family life. It's in working out. It's in health. You know, you're you're self-development whatever i don't have time so we just we don't even know what that means most of the, most of the world doesn't even know what that means they just use it as lame ass excuse right you obviously already know what it means that's something that if you're a good leader and you're good at like really building yourself around good people like he's holding you accountable you're holding him you guys eliminate that out of your vocabulary yeah and that's something we have and and we're not perfect at it but we eliminate it out of our uh, vocabulary and if somebody, if like, if I catch my partner saying it, I'm like, dude, you know that. Right. If he catches me, we hold each other accountable. That's good. For sure. Criticism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, good criticism right there. Yeah. I, I, I agree with it. And then sometimes I'll, I'll even take like, you know, a young kid that we have in our warehouse or something. And if I hear I didn't have time, all right, let's come here. Here's 15 minute blocks. Write down everything you did. Right. They have a hard time doing that. I'm like, dude, what happened here? Right. Or what happened here? What happened here? You do have time. You got to prioritize your time. Right. And I, I challenge everybody to do that. You know, you guys do this. I, we do it. Actually, I was just with my HR manager, and we we're talking about uh, time time audit. Oh yeah. Being productive. I believe it. Yeah, for sure. How do you feel about planning? Planning ahead. Do you think that's a? I 
lately I've noticed it more in my life. Like I need to plan ahead. Mm-hmm. Like if I want to do a podcast with Jarrett, if I could schedule it a week in advance, I would much rather do that than last second. Yeah. And I used to be last second everything. And yeah, we could fit in a podcast today. Now I'm like, if it's not scheduled a week out, I'm like, mm, yeah, I don't mm. work that way. I gotta, I, I'm a planner. Yeah. I plan the plan. Yeah. And you know, I, I'm learning how to use my phone and the calendar and all that shit, but I'm a, pencil to, yeah. I'm a pencil to paper. And uh, Christina just got me a, uh, it's an app on my tablet okay. or my iPad yeah. where it writes like paper. Okay. So I don't have all, the, like before I had notepads everywhere. Yeah. Now I have one. <laughs> you can and sort I have, the folders. Yeah, different yeah. folders. I literally plan my day and my week out all the time. And yeah. even the year, actually, I literally just came from, I have a, a small business mastermind I run. And we just planned out our whole content um, calendar for all of 22. That's what we were just doing. So planning is super important. You don't have to be the best. If you're the best planner, dude, you're going to outbeat the guy that is very unorganized. Yeah. So I, I got to ask about the planning because we're, you know, I obviously COVID was something that put a lot of shake up to a lot of plans. What's the best way to deal with that? You just set out a plan for 2022. Say if we say, I don't know, I'm just, you know, something like that. I, it's hard to say an extreme like mm-hmm. that's going to happen, but like something crazy happens where like that plan gets you know, broken. Are you going to sit back down and establish a new plan? Or are you guys going to try to do as close to that plan as you can and just kind of make it work? Like, what's the best way you think of going? So I'm going to kind of throw the question back to you guys because you guys are partners with this, right? Mm-hmm. So what what would happen if if uh, one of the platforms for a podcast got shut down? Who's the innovator here? What do you mean the innovator? Like, come on, one like, of you are the doer and the other is the innovator. One has the vision. I'd say he's got the vision with like the YouTube stuff. Okay. We we kind of like I would say we split up the work. Like we what both. If you, what if YouTube shut down? What would you do? Come on, man. That's Probably a... like do a lot of Instagram lives. Yeah. So you pivot. Yeah. And this is where you got to be, you know, a good leader. And, and here here's what I'm going to use COVID. That's a great thing, great scenario. So I'm part of a, a group with 40 other uh, small business flooring store owners. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about, we had a call at the beginning of COVID when they were talking about shutting stores down, right? Because I have a showroom in Medina. And I brought up, hey, guys, here's what we're doing to keep people going. And everyone on that phone, negative. That's not going to work. That's not going to work. We had a record year, right? <laughs> so did our plan change? Absolutely. But I pivoted. Yeah. So that j- just because you make the plan doesn't mean it doesn't change. Yeah. But at least you get the mind, the juices flowing, you're thinking, and you got to be able to be quick on your feet. The world's never seen anything like COVID before. Right. And to me, that that separated a lot of talkers from doers big time. For sure. And I'm watching guys, and, and we're in the trade world. Like, trades are booming. You, you should be able to fall over money right now. And I'm watching guys struggle. I'm like, man, because you don't plan. You don't know how to budget. You just simply just kind of wake up with with no really purpose. It's, it's everything. Hobby Lobby's hiring at... Mm-hmm. 18 bucks an hour to be a cash cashier yeah, yeah. Like, it's any, nuts i've never that, seen it like it yeah it's crazy yeah they were talking about raising minimum wage and then it just kind of happened like it didn't yeah. need to be mandated yeah. everyone just did it when you need well and you know what i it goes back to knowing your principles and all that remember they were doing uh bonuses for like uh the fast food places uh yeah. 300 bonus sign on bonus yeah, yeah well what is that what kind of messes does that send to your team your right. current team I get that's it. That's terrible. Yeah. Right. I was going to say, I yeah. didn't even think Guess about that. Guess what we did? We reversed it. You know what, guys? Instead of all these, if you guys want to go change your career for a $300 bonus, have at it. You don't right. have us anymore. Right. But I'll tell you what, you bring us somebody good, I'll pay you the bonus. Right. I like yeah. that. For the referral. Right. We didn't pay any bonuses. Right. 
That was that's that's ridiculous. That three hundred bucks is not going to change anybody's life. Right. Money is a very temporary motivator, and it's shocking that these big corporations see this. But they, I guess, it's different uh, lifestyles of who works mm-hmm. in certain places. Definitely. Yeah. Now, Did now, that answer your question though. Yeah. No, the, I think that was, yeah, that was right. great. I'm All glad. Right. You, I love how you went about that. So now I got to ask. So I have a cool story. When I was working, we work for a company that runs for youth wrestling tournaments. All right. Okay. It's a good college job. Call your own hours. He pays us well. He treats us right. Good stuff. Anyways, there was a time where he was at the my boss was at the tournament. He was kind of just sitting back, laid back. And I was talking about how this kid was volunteering because we have the wrestling teams of whatever school we're at volunteer. Yeah. This kid was sprinting. Every time he got a piece of paper, he sprinted it to me. He ran as hard as he could. This kid was dripping sweat volunteering. So I go back and I make a comment. I'm like, man, there's a kid hustling out there. He goes, like who Jack, is he? Being yeah. a jackass, joking around. Yeah, like, you know, typical, that's what people do. Like, I'm, you know, I was guilty. And I was like, man, this kid is really, I've never seen anything like that. I've been doing it for three years at the time. I'm like, I've never seen anything like this. He goes, who is he? I walk him out there. Next thing I know, he's got the kid in the back. He's trying to hire him. He's like, listen, man, like, I want you working with me. I know you're, I can, if you're doing that volunteering, what are you going to do when I start paying you? Like, that's what his thought was. I, do you have any cool stories like that? Or do you believe in stuff like that where you could see, I did see it. something I right? I still do it all the time. That's. If I see somebody, you know, actually, you just gave me a great idea. I had, uh, in my corporate world, I had what was called recruitment cards. If I saw someone hustling like that, like, dude, you want a career change? I will give you every opportunity. Call, just call me. Yeah. Just call me. Let's have a conversation. I do it now all the time. And actually, um, I look for people better than me oh, to yeah. hire. That offset me. You don't want a bunch of Steves running around a company. We'd be out of business. Yeah, that's what Dude, he you'd says have, too. You'd have desks flipped all over. You know, <laughs> I get pretty animated. Like my new office is in a dungeon. Like I'm away from everybody. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I guess I have a story from in my corporate world to where I got a guy from a gas station. Didn't know anything about automotive, right? Started, came in as an assistant store manager. Um, he was in Men or Painesville. I forget which store. Anyways, out that way. And now he's a district manager up there. Dude was at a probably a dead end job, no really no future, wasn't going to college. College, you know, him and I could relate. Like, dude, just call me. Let's go grab. I think we grabbed Chipotle yeah. up there and just had a conversation. And although entrepreneurship's not for him, but you still, I don't care, man. Just because I left that company and that company did me very well, taught me a lot of things, but we went different paths. Yeah. And he's still continuing to grow there. That's- it's. That's awesome. It's amazing. It's all about leadership. It for is. Sure. It's truly all about leadership and being able to identify it. And so many people are looking for that person that knows it all right away. Man, you got to do they have the capacity and the key ingredients to where that I can I can coach and, and develop them to be something better. Yeah, for sure. I, I want to touch on a little bit of the investment side of business. Let's do it. So you, you said you didn't want to be known for someone that's just in real estate. Yeah. I want to touch on it a little bit just because like, I believe in it so much of mm-hmm. creating passive income. How do people start? What do you recommend doing? Because there's a lot of people that are like, I, yeah, I want to own a couple rental properties, but I don't know where to do it. Yeah. Well, I, I guess you, you want to just talk rent rentals or anything real estate? Anything real estate. How do you start? Something to make your money grow. So, anything. <laughs> I could teach you everything not to do. Right. <laughs> right. You know, it was funny. Um meeting Greg Clement and one of the coaching programs that I went a part of and he told me you got to get a mentor right and he introduced me to a group called Fortune Builders $35,000 investment I've never done anything like that in my life wow and I'm like well shit Greg's doing I better figure it out I'm like we're just trying to fix our flooring store and I'm like 
uh, swipe these two cards. Don't do that. I'm telling you, the reason I'm telling you that, you don't have to necessarily do that unless you got the money. Yeah. If you were to get started. Swipe these two. That's fucking Here, great. this one's got 20 on it. Yeah. This one's got 15. Let me know if you need a third. Yeah. <laughs> I'll did buy they, one. Did they go through? <laughs> and I hunkered down and just learned as much as I possibly could. There's too many guys out here. They're on YouTube. They're on Facebook. They're on Instagram. Looking TikTok, at these, yeah. yeah, these two-minute stories, these two-minute videos, and think they're experts at this shit. They're not. They're not. And I to get started in the real estate world, literally, you got to kind of get in the trenches. If you want to get started in real estate and buying it, you got to learn how to underwrite deals and learn how to raise money. Yep. If you can do those two things, you don't need money to get started. You need to surround yourself with someone doing it like you're doing already, all right? If you can underwrite a deal and you can raise private money, you could build a portfolio. Yep. I'm telling you. Oh. I went from having, I'm down to, I think I got 50 rental units right now. I had almost 100, but we, I had a bad partnership. We unloaded a bunch of stuff just to get, a, get, get out of it. Um, sucks. I wish I didn't sell, sell it off, but you know, the learning through that, it was kind of, I used to go around just partnering with people. I'm like, Oh dude, you got money. I'll, I'll, I'll handle the deal. Let's go. Yeah. Well, you learn that having so many different partnerships and spread so thin doesn't make a lot of sense. So now I got my core group of guys that, Hey man, this is who I'm committed to. We're going to build our empire together, but there might be a one-off deal here and there. Um, but yeah, if you can learn how to truly underwrite a deal and raise private money, and I'm gonna leave it at that. Go out and learn it yourself and right. find something other than you. YouTube's a good starting point, but find a find a guy or gal that's doing it. I'm gonna give a plug to Christina. Yeah. Her group, she gives more info or, or even just as much as my $35,000 group. And what is she, 300 bucks a month? Is 200. Jeez, we gotta get her to raise her prices. Oh, come Two, on. 200 hey, bucks. Hey, hey, You're probably hey. grandfathered in, bro. Um, <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> no, but seriously, you know, you you look at guys in that in, in in her group that I personally know that were so scared to take that leap, and some have like ten rentals now. Right. Um, and ten rentals is not something to take lightly. That's huge. That's life changing. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. One rental, you got a rental now, don't I you? Do. Yeah. Do you have yeah. any? No, I have none. All right, you gonna get into it? I plan to. I want to. I, like I said, after seeing him, I mean, obviously, him and I are close. Yeah. He's having success. He's loving it. It yeah. makes it. You know, you're sitting here, and it's like that's kind of like what you said about us. Yeah. We just like everyone wants everyone to be happy. I'm freaking ecstatic for him. I actually reached out to him the other day just to tell him how happy I was for him because yeah. like it just you know it yeah, opens your eyes. Pumped. Yeah, and, but like yeah, so like I said, like, I feel like that's part of like what life is too. You see people, other people having success, and it kind of motivates. Like you said, you were like, all right, well, how do I top that now? Like, what do I need to do to yeah. like? obviously learn that and more like yeah. I, you know i think that's a good way to look at it and it's not i don't want him to fail it's just like it's just that competitive winning aspect in your head of i want to be better like yeah. I, you know and i think that's why this works too like i want you to succeed to be better than me which is going to push me to be better than me right yeah. does that make sense right i'm not just competing against the next person i'm competing against myself for sure and i i yeah we all get caught up in comparing ourselves to other people always and that's something i've learned the last two three years is like Dude, that person has a whole different path than me. Like, I, I have my own path. Like, yep. whatever you see on social media, is 90% of it's not true. Yep. It's yep. all fake. It's all smoke and mirrors. It's it's bullshit. So, yep. huh. Definitely for, like, us, I would say we're definitely influenced by social media. It's huge. The whole for, world is. Yeah, exactly. It's like you have to focus on what you're dealing with. Okay, well, did I'm you gonna... have to go to school to pay for your debt or did someone else pay for it? You know what yeah. I mean? Everyone has a different start. 
Dude, we came up with no money. I right. came up with no money. wasn't good for 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 barely made out of high school. Didn't make it any any college. Um, and here I am. You know, right. got multiple companies and stuff like that. If I can do it, anybody can. I guarantee it. You just have to be driven enough to do it. But going back to your social media thing, this is something I'm going to challenge you to on big time. You guys got this podcast, right? I was talking about creating one. I just talked. I didn't actually put a plan to paper. You're gonna make me go put a plan of paper on this thing. Christina just la- is launching hers. Yeah. Um, that goes back to, and I, I consider that kind of social media too. Yeah. Are you a consumer or are you a creator? Yeah. There's a big difference. Oh yeah. So, I we, we were all guilty of it, and you guys might be today. We sit there on our phones and just scroll, scroll, Always. scroll, oh, scroll. Yeah. Dude, eliminate that. Most of the shit that's on there is garbage. Yep. It's dog shit. It's it's it does it brings literally no value in the value of time. I'm oh, gonna yeah. swing back to that. Oh yeah, you're lim- you're you're literally losing valuable time of your life by watching stupid video of somebody, cat whatever they are I, like these stupid pranks and shit yeah, like that. I, I mean yeah, you still gotta have your fun if it's fun, but be somebody that people can look up to that you're putting out good content that you get a followers that put in positive stuff out in the world. Because we need now more than ever, we need more than the, more I'm, of it. I'm 100% guilty. I'm a really motivated individual. Mm-hmm. I'll catch myself on TikTok in the middle of the day for 15 minutes. I'm like, it's not eight o'clock at night right now. What the fuck am I doing? Wait, this is something I should do at eight o'clock at night when I'm yeah. chilling. That why why am I doing it right and now? And if that's something you enjoy, like watching a TV show, fine, that's one right. thing. But there's people out there literally go through hours of it, right. and they and look at who who you're following, who shows up in your feeds, and I that's going back to that. Um, who I eliminated in my yeah, life. Yeah. I do that on social media too. Okay. So I, I unfriended a lot of yeah. people. Oh, yeah. I've done that. Phase. I oh, yeah. unfollowed that certain people that just don't fit my my world anymore. Yeah. And I went through and like all the people I've met or, or want to meet or I look up to, I think brings you know a lot of value to myself. I started following them. So now everybody in my feed, 90% of it is very, very high level, motivating purposeful content so if i am scrolling at least i'm getting something that you know might be a reminder something something of value something of purpose right for sure mm-hmm. that, that makes total sense yeah that's that's cool to hear interesting so be be the local celebrity yeah yeah i mean like you said what i think is cool off of this i'm not saying we inspired christina to start a podcast but like you might have yeah but like who knows howie gross who we were talking about yeah. Uh, he was the same way. He reached out to us. He's like, I love what you guys are doing. He's like, I want to help, but I want to start my own. And like, that's cool for us. But it also like, like I said, motivates me now where it's like, all right, we got well, some competition. yeah, now we're the original though. Like we're, we're yeah. going to be the top of the food chain. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, you know, I want to help them and I'm going to be promoting them. They're like, that's like what, what we do. What the cool part is, is everybody can win together. Exactly. And this is, if you guys learn how, how, how to win together, like. His podcast might be something totally separate than oh, yours. Yeah. No, it is. You I guys think. got a good niche going. Like it's it's very general. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Christina's gonna be real estate driven. For sure. Howie's probably will be more financial driven. Yeah. Knows, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think it is though. Oh, yeah. It's actually gonna be. He, he was looking be. for a co-host that was uh, pretty neutral from their political standpoint. Yeah. Like he asked me, I'm like. No, I'm, I'm out. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm not going there. <laughs> Love Howie though. I hope it takes oh, yeah. off. Like oh, that's yeah. the cool. It's different. Like you said, it's different than what we're doing. Dude, I. I love that he's so, uh, like, entrepreneurial mindset. Well, that, but like with his, he's so passionate. Political stuff, his passion. Yeah. I'm like, Howie, there's probably a way you can handle it differently, bro. But <laughs> that's like, who he is. You got that's who he is. <laughs> yep. He yep. just, he's excited. And, and, you know what? 
I don't know it all. Like, if, right. if it works for them, do it. Right. I know guys that are very passionate and very outspoken on their political stance and yep. are very successful. Yeah. I say both sides suck, but we're not going to yeah. get in yeah. that. No, no for sure. With you That's there. how we are. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't touch on it. <laughs> I turned the news off two years ago. It was the best thing I ever did. I... Oh. I've I been telling it. my parents that's so why I came home for winter break and they have the news. I'm like, why do you guys watch yeah. this? Like, I don't like, it doesn't matter what side you're on. Like, you watch the news and you genuinely feel worse about yourself yeah. after the hour yeah. show. Yeah. Propaganda. Yeah. yeah. I, it, Go read a positive article yeah. online. There's so much watch. other stuff. Get, get, we need information, but there's other ways of doing it than on mainstream media. Yep. A hundred percent. Yep. Totally so, agree. Because you could see the same thing. Like, here's one vision on this channel, the other vision on this channel, and they're both wrong. I don't care which way you swing or whatever like that, but or, or you vote, it doesn't matter. They they both put out bad content it's, it's to a certain 100%. point. 100%. Yep. Couldn't agree more. Yep, for sure. For sure. Totally agree. Hey, guys. It's Howie Gross with Gross Investments running an ad here on Kicking It Back. I'll get you back to the show in just a minute. I want to tell you about how our firm is able to manage your portfolio. At our firm, we're able to implement a proprietary investment methodology that utilizes a non-emotional, methodical, mathematical approach to investing. It signals what we believe are the three most important aspects to investing. When to hold, when to sell, and when we feel it's safe to re-enter back into the markets. It's designed to prevent the next market crash from wiping out your life savings. It's called MarketGuard, the power of knowing. Also be sure to ask me about our newest portfolio, MarketGuard Blockchain. Thank you, and back to the show. Gross Investments is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and unless otherwise stated are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. All right. Well, that was, that was a good conversation. Yeah. Well, now yeah. we got to have some fun, though. Yeah. Come on. This is kicking it. it back. Let's we got to go. kick it back a little we're, bit. We're going to roll into a to a segment that we just started this season. It's called What's the Word? So for the people listening at home, what's going to happen is Jarrett and I are going to rattle off four words. Steve is going to say the first word or phrase that comes to mind after this word was said. <laughs> yeah, so Shit, they could I don't be like random. being put on the spot like yeah, this. We've heard go. this reaction, but ah. it's good. It gives you raw content right there. I'm good there. with it. Let's go. <laughs> All right. First one, work. Life. Okay. I like that. Rental properties. Passive. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Flooring. Um, shit. Legacy. Okay. Legacy. Okay. Steve Walbolt. Hustler. All right. And then what we've been asking, I'm curious too, okay? 100 years from now, someone says that name. What do you want the first word to be come to their mind? Or phrase. Yeah, anything. Inspirational. Love it. That was a good answer. It's fitting. That's how... Very good. Yeah, love that. Let's, you want to chat on that for a quick second? Yeah, yeah let's, let's do, do it. it. Let's do it. That's one thing. You know, we grew up in a family like we didn't have money. You you go to work, you invest, you put money in your 401k, you retire, right? Yep. Well, I feel it was my duty, and I saw that. I forgot who I saw this from. You change your family's legacy, right? You change who's around their legacy, their family's legacy. So I feel it's my job to be able to change that. You know, got to retire my, my mom and my dad, and uh, I have a house they live in. We moved them back from Atlanta up here. Uh, it's super cool stuff. They work for, for my flooring company part-time. They're happy. That's awesome. They don't have to worry about money. Yeah. You know, they don't have to go to a stressful job. They don't have to worry about a house. That's Nothing awesome. like that. That's, That's super um, cool. That, to me, is that you see these guys flashing these Rolex watches and, and cars. And now, mind you, I mean, I'm, 
I'm getting to there too, but I think there's priorities. Mine is taking care of my family first, and then that stuff comes secondary. And I, not just family. When I say family, it doesn't have to be blood. It could be anybody else. And I feel that's my duty is to continue to learn and educate and and what's the next thing for us to do. For sure. So huh. I like that. I yeah. like that a lot. That was good. Do you, uh, you know, I asked Christina the same thing, and I kind of just want to ask it to you because I think it's sure. a good question. Let's do it. Uh, do you feel you have to love what you do? Oh, big time. Okay. Big time. I, I can. I, I used to wholesale. Ask Christina about this. So she actually came to work for my company. I had a wholesale company, right? And my partner and I, that the, the ones that we, we split, you know, wasn't a good partnership. We just didn't didn't work out together. I told Christina one day, I'm like, fire us, just quit, because we we're holding her back. Yeah. I hated wholesaling. I hated it with a passion. And I'm trying to take on, I was I was doing so many things, I was okay at everything. Yeah. But I wasn't an expert at one thing. Now today, I use that word no very, a lot actually. I use no a lot. I had a guy message me the other day on like crypto mining. If I wanted to start a venture with him on it, I'm like, dude, no. And two years ago, I'd be like, hell yeah, let's just go. And then we'll figure it <laughs> out later. It. We'll yeah. figure it out later. <laughs> But now, if it doesn't align with my businesses, my life, my lifestyle, I say no. Yeah. And, or if I'm not passionate about it. Okay. Wholesaling, I hate it. I envy you for it because that, to me, I hate I, I'm just going to be a good buyer for you guys. <laughs> I'll be a damn good buyer. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I'll get there one day. But yes, I, I'm, to answer your question, I think you have to love what you do. Okay. If you don't, uh, you're okay. not going to put your heart and soul into it. For yeah. sure. And you're going to treat it like a job. Yeah. Yep. You're going to want to turn it off to me. Like, this is where I think, like, when I met Christina, I'll tell that. You know, I don't know if you guys heard. I met her by buying houses. She wholesaled seven houses to me. Okay. Two of them sucked. Tell her that. I will. Two of them sucked, man. <laughs> she had tell no, her that. <laughs> she had no business selling me those damn houses. She knew she had me, and she, she found a sucker in me and sold me two houses. That's great. But, you know. It worked it's, out. It's cool because, you know, she's. She, she's a hustler, yeah. entrepreneur mindset. And I think that's why our relationship works out too, because we don't have to shut work or life off. Yeah. It kind of all goes together and, 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 it, and we can go to dinner and talk work, life, whatever. That's not like, you know, if people are like, can we not talk about work? Yeah. Right. Right. It's yeah. like, I, I don't understand them. Yeah. I don't under, I don't know how to understand that. I yeah. just don't anymore. I that, used to. That's a cool, I, that's a cool aspect yeah. right there. That I never is, even thought about definitely. that. Definitely. You have to have a partner that definitely works with what you love. Yeah. Cause like there'll be times I'm working at like eight o'clock at night for no reason. And my girlfriend's like, why are you still working? I'm like, I don't, I don't know. I just, I just love it. I, I just <laughs> but, have to and, do and it. And the thing is, is even if uh, your significant other is not entrepreneur mindset, that's fine. It right. still can work, right. but they have to understand you. And I think a lot of the world doesn't understand that. Like there's some entrepreneurs or people that don't want to be entrepreneurs or don't like that. And it's, it just kind of sets you up for failure. Yeah. Um, for us, it's obviously easier because she's got her own companies and stuff like that in ID2, so we can kind of talk the same language. Right. Is there times like, hey, I just don't want to talk about it today? Absolutely. Right. But, I, you know, working for the weekend, I just don't I do not do anymore. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, I do. That's All great. Right. Over under. Let's over under rated. We got one topic. I want to hear your opinion. It's drinking at the bar. It's totally random. It always is. We had to have some fun. I mean, drinking at the bar. Is it over or underrated? That's kind of how we met. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. So underrated. I got I to say underrated just for that aspect. Underrated. I, underrated. Yeah. <laughs> I guess it depends on who you're with, but yeah. underrated. Okay. Yeah. Now, is it like certain atmospheres? Are you like, do you like going out? Like, is it, you know? Yeah, we. I go out quite a bit. Yeah. Um, I guess it's who I'm with, though. Yeah, for sure. Uh, 
you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I don't go out nearly as much as I used to, but yeah, yeah. a lot of my going out is with buddies and we're talking about the next best thing. Yeah. What are we doing now? You know, we throw sports in there. Like right. we find reasons to go out, watch a game or whatever. Right. For sure. Or throwing work in there too. Right. And when I say work, like talking about what's our next step, what's our next move, what's our next play, you know, stuff like that. So um, I like to tie one on. I like to go have fun. So it's yep. cool. I'm with you there. I, yeah. I'm the classic. I'll have one more. <laughs> yeah. uh, one more yeah i'll do that like 20 times <laughs> you said you said jim invited you when we went out and you were like you took the uber to the bar so i assume he's like the one like you're all right you know you're gonna have a good time when jim's there jim is yeah <laughs> he's always the guy i'm not drinking i'm not drinking and oh all yeah of a sudden it's here comes those michelobes oh yeah oh yeah <laughs> down the hatch <laughs> <laughs> they call to the bullpen they're yeah. coming out that's awesome and then you know i gotta posture up and try to keep up with cam too <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, that's great. All right, speaking of Cam, give it to us. Yeah, Cam's hypothetical. All right, which one would you rather choose? Do what you love and not be able to pay the bills or be miserable at work, be able to support your family, and be wealthy enough to retire at the age of 40? Hmm. And there's no, like, aspect. I don't want no BS in between. Well, I love what I do, but, you know, like, you got to, if you were put in the situation, someone held a gun. Say it it one more time. Say the second one. Okay. Be miserable at work mm-hmm. and be and be able to support your family and be wealthy enough to retire at the age. If of there's 40. no in betweens, I gotta pick the unfortunately pick the second one. Yeah, just because there's no in between. I well I'm that like, and I gotta make sure my family's taken care of. Right. Yeah. yeah. You just I would hate it, but that's my priority. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But if there's no bullshit in betweens, <laughs> for sure. But it, yeah. If, okay. No. I, okay. Yeah. Let, let's say you don't have a family. Okay. Mm-hmm. You you go to work every day and you are the hap- you have the most passion in the world okay. happiest guy there, but you're struggling to pay the bills. Mm-hmm. You're living out of your car. Yeah, we'll just say it for the but scenario. but you are genuinely you wake up and you're like I get to go to work today like this is awesome. Are we talking now or is this forever? See, it's, it's so tough. I would say forever. T- I want to forever. Dude, that's tough. To pick better ones. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's that is a tough one because there's many aspects. Now I want to throw it at. We said you could retire at the age of forty because sure. I feel like that. If you retire at the age of seventy, but you're paying the bills, you're miserable until you're seventy. It's still worth it because you're taking care of the family. I have to. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I I assume that was going to be not, the answer. I, I'm just curious. My my role is not to be selfish. Right. It's not. I got to take care of my family. Yeah. yeah Absolutely. That's, that's awesome. I'm glad we did this. I'm glad. Sure? I'm glad you sat yeah. down with us. You, you're looking a little bit better than we are. I gotta be honest. Yeah. I ain't gotta go you, throw you my nightshirt. You forgot to tell us you. to dress up. I didn't know. I just <laughs> came from work, guys. <laughs> we must have um, left that out of the text message when yeah. we confirmed last night. No, we're joking. We gotta get you a hoodie for next time. Yeah. You know, get a little kicking it back. You guys gonna have me on again? Oh, after this, how do we not? <laughs> what do you want to talk about next? Oh, the next best thing, right? Yeah. I guess you'll have Boom. to tune in and find out. We'll clickbait it. it now. I love Steve, it. appreciate you coming on. Thanks, Steve. Appreciate, appreciate it, guys. It. All right, Steve, can't thank you enough for coming on, man. It was honestly such just a good, genuine conversation about life and just motivation and all the things that you're really about. I can honestly say that you're a role model in my life, and I hope that I can continue kind of on the path that you're on. Yeah, dude. And he just had a birthday, too. You know, this episode, Aaron, you know, his birthday was a couple of days ago. So happy birthday. Glad we could celebrate it with a little kicking it back episode. What better way to, you know, celebrate your birthday, right? Yeah, for sure. A 50th, too. That's a big one. Oh, he was 50, huh? Well, you- <laughs> no, I think he was like 36. Yeah, dude, you, <laughs> honest to God, you said that. And I was like, he's 50? I'm like, damn, he looks good for his age. But like, I was like, all right, whatever. No, it's, that's great. No, thanks a lot, Steve. You're the man. 
Yo, Pete, what you been up to, brother? What you been up to? Anything good? Anything good? You said you said you had some story. I got to hear this story. You've been wanting to save it, but you didn't know if you could tell it. We're going to tell it. I, I got to I got to get the story off my chest. And it's it's been bothering me since last night. It's not a long time, but all right. So me, Dan, Anna, Sam, we go up to the winking lizard. You know, we're just getting some dinner. I'm like, Dan, you, you want to drink a little bit? He's like, ah. I'm like, come on, let's drink a little bit. He's like, all right, fine. So, so we have a couple drinks, right? I'm, I'm feeling it a little bit. I'm like, all right, I got to go take a piss. I'll be right back, guys. I walk into the bathroom, you know, just like excited to go pee, really had to pee. You know, I was kind of looking down. I look up. I can't fucking make this shit up. I really can't. There is an old man. I would say 70, 75 pleasuring himself in the first urinal. It was one of those where he turned his head. I looked up. We made eye contact. I it, He probably thought that I saw a ghost, which I feel like I did. Like, there's no way this actually happened, but I swear to God it did. He looked at me. He put his hand down to the side, put it back near his crotch, zipped up his pants real quick, and he exited. You tried to I, hand, shake your hand? No, no, <laughs> no, no, that wasn't happening. So I'm peeing. And I'm thinking to myself, did this like did this really happen? And then I realized it did. It fully happened. I walk back out to the table. And yes, I'm a little I'm feeling it a little bit, okay? So you know when people are kind of like getting to the point where they're it's like, come on, dude, like stop. I get back to the table and I'm telling them, I'm like, guys, I shit you not on this my happened. life. <laughs> this happened. And they just didn't even think it was a big deal. I'm like, guys, are like if you guys walked into the female bathroom yeah. and there was a lady just standing there pleasuring herself, you would think that's a big deal. That's weird. You know, a couple things I can add to this story just from the, the outside perspective here. One, bro, winking lizard skinny dippers are good. They're not that good. They're not that good. All right. They're just not. They're not that good. All right. Two kids don't drink alcohol. Preston was hallucinating. <laughs> just don't drink alcohol. It's not good. Three good. For, you know what? If this story is true, which I believe you, I do believe you. All right. I want to make clear. Good for him for still being able to kick it up, baby. Good for him. Good for him. That's just another day in New York City, man. You go into a bathroom in there. That's like that's like custom. Everyone. Hey, Tim, how you doing? Keep on walking. Go to your urinal. Oh, that's, See, that's, the, that's wild. The thing is, for people to not believe me, it's like, how do I make this up? Where does this come from? How did I decide to walk into that bathroom and say, come on, you know what? I'm going to make up a story that this guy was just pleasuring himself. Yeah, no, I didn't. I swear to God. That's wild, bro. That's I'm all right. I'm glad I didn't see that. Other than that, anything else going on? (laughs) I don't know what to follow that up with. No, (laughs) honestly, (laughs) nothing lives up to that. Anything on your side of town over there? No, you know, outside of school and work, we've been bowling a lot that we've been going every Tuesday. You know what? I'm not that good. Matt Kravanek getting good. I don't know if I've talked about this, but he's getting good. I don't know, man. I'm 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 having fun bowling. It's a good what, golf. What's getting season. good? What's getting like, good? Matt was almost in the 200s. 194. I think. No, he's like consistent. I'd say probably like 160, 170 in there now. Wow. I'm like a 130s guy. I would say like my average, I think is like a 130. But the first week I was like so. one mid mid one set. I think it pulled like 176 or 78 or something, which was great. I've never sniffed that in my life. Yeah. Well, neither did I. And I just was on roids. But yeah, dude, it's it's fun. It's a good golf season, golf off season kind of, you know, little thing there. 
But yeah. yeah, other than that, not much going on. Just, you know, school, work, life, you know how it is. All right, cool. We got song of the week real fast. This one was sent in by Caitlin. I, I don't know your last name. I'm sorry, Caitlin, but thanks for the song. Joy by Andy Grammer. Okay, we'll check it out. You'll hear it in the end of the episode. We'll we'll see. Well, I don't know. Let's see, Caitlin. It's probably quality. Yeah, I hope so. Yeah. All right. Well, you got anything else? Any other, uh, you know, pleasuring stories? I'm joking. <laughs> no. No, but I'll keep you updated if I come across. You know why that dude was in the bathroom? I hate to be that guy. Okay. Listen, he just had his headphones in and was listening to an episode of Kicking It Back. I mean, I can't blame him for how he was feeling. I feel sometimes the same way with some of these guests we're having on. Preston, did you know the strongest muscle in the body is the tongue? But he dog, take us out. Thanks for kicking it back with Preston and Jerry. Peace out. Be sure to check us out on Instagram and TikTok at kickingitback underscore. Username is in the bio of this episode. Make sure to also subscribe to our YouTube channel at Kicking It Back Podcast and smash that like button on all your favorite videos. All of these platforms make it possible to vote on polls about the show, allow you to see behind-the-scenes footage, and most importantly, allow you to participate in all of our free giveaways. Subscribe and leave a review on whatever podcast platform you are currently listening to. Make me hate myself inside, but I found joy in my life.